Yes, that's right. It's time for another Cody Underground, the podcast. I am Cody Willard. It is April 17th, 2014. And it is another episode of Cody Underground. I think today we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, we're going to do a throwback Thursday. Uh, In particular, a stock market throwback Thursday. If you've ever been on Facebook, and I know most of you guys listening out there have been, and you often are, whether you admit it or not, you will often see people post old photos of themselves and friends from decades ago that they've scanned into their computer at some point. I often chuckle at some of my old fashions and, yes, my haircuts. <laughs> I sometimes chuckle at my haircut from Fox. Um, anyway, it's interesting to try to remember who you were, and what you were doing when you see yourself tagged in one of those old photos on a throwback Thursday on Facebook. So, step back for a second and think about how this applies to investing. When it comes to investing, I personally, yes, spend a lot of analysis, articles, and thought process on doing exactly that. Trying to remember who I was and what I was doing in past cycles that I've lived through on Wall Street. And I've been on Wall Street for a long time now. Um, 96, I guess, is when I got there. And uh, 18 years, almost, you know, 20 years, half of a generation. um, And I've seen two or three, four major cycles play out and a lot of smaller cycles play out within that context. So... It's important to look back at those cycles and throw back yourself into those days and try to remember and learn from them. So my first one today is uh, Stock Throwback Thursday, 1998. Remember when KTLI, KTEL, <laughs> KTEL, you guys remember KTEL, the records and greatest hits collections that you'd see on uh, late night television infomercials and oh man what was it back of magazines and comic books KTEL anyway they popped 500% in one week back in 1998 after they had announced that they were going to drumroll please wait for it start a website where you could buy KTEL records I remember Truly, reading retail investors' comments on Yahoo message boards back in the day. I was a stockbroker in 98. And those message boards would explain to any doubters, like I was, that they, you guys, you doubters like me, just didn't realize how big the online opportunity for record and music sales was going to turn out to be. What could go wrong by throwing a little bit of money in front of that kind of a train? before it leaves the station. You know, buy something much cheaper 
than Amazon, for example, or eBay, which were already clearly the leader in retailing stuff online. Pets.com is another one that you should know if you want to know a little bit about online internet history and you weren't there. Look it up. It was similarly flying high with their little puppet sock, puppet, pet sock, puppet. Eh, you know what I'm saying. Remember that pet so sock? They had a little sock that talked in their commercials. It was awesome. The company was worth billions of dollars because, quote, pet supply sales online were exploding as people were just finally learning about how to go online to shop or something along those lines. And you know what? Those people were right about how huge online shopping would be. But guess what? You had to buy the best run, the largest cap retail internet stocks like eBay and Amazon. You fast forward to today, and every day right now, I still get comments from retail investors who want to invest in the growth of legalized marijuana. And those emails say things, and the comments say things like, quote, What could go wrong, Cody, by throwing a little bit of money in front of that kind of a train before it leaves the station? You don't want to buy crappy, hyped-up, pot-penny stocks or any other crappy stocks. You want to buy the best companies in any industry. In legalized marijuana revolution, for example, the best-run, largest-cap water and farming infrastructure structure companies like Lindsay or Ajon or Potash, for example, you're going to need more Potash. P-O-T is a symbol of Potash. I'm considering buying that one for myself. That's going to be the biggest beneficiary. Those are going to be the biggest beneficiaries from the legalized marijuana revolution. You can go back, uh, go on scudify.com today and I put up a chart of what KTEL did after it popped at 500% and never touch those levels again, eventually delisted at zero. Here's another throwback Thursday for you. 2001. Homegrocer.com goes public to tepid response. Does that remind anyone of the 2014 headlines about King Digitals, the Candy Crush Maker's recent IPO, and how tepid tepid the response truly was but I thought back in the day in 2001 online grocery delivery in big cities would be huge someday that's what all those message boards were saying the buyers of homegrocer.com and webvan worth billions at the time or at one point, not in 2001, it already started crashing. Webvan had, just as Homegrocer.com came public, see Zynga in regards to King. By the way, I have a small, tiny position. I bought in Zynga around three bucks. I still hold it. Uh, it's part of a long-term social basket. But the point being, that's not the kind of stock I'm betting my portfolio on. And by the way, Zynga actually isn't spending hundreds of millions of dollars a quarter like these old homegrocer.com and webvan companies did. Point being, yes, again, it's true that online grocery shopping and delivery in big cities has become big. Here we are in 2014, and that vision was right. But only Amazon, of those publicly traded companies at the time, still exists. It's the only one that made any 
investors any money. Stick with the biggest and the best. Don't buy crappy, over-the-counter, pink sheet penny stocks. It's hard enough finding Amazon. If you find one, buy it. But that's never going to be a 12 cent, 2 cent, $2 crappy stock. Not Especially not when the markets are at all-time highs like they are right now. Good companies, their stocks are up, let's face it. Look, your money, your capital, especially if you don't have enough of it to be comfortably investing in large-cap, disruptive, and long-term stocks, your money's too precious to gamble on a game like those over-the-counter penny stocks, hyped-up stocks, media, press release, newsletter stocks. Those things, that game is fixed against you. Yes, marijuana, the legalized marijuana, apps are growing, and they're going to get huge. There are other revolutionary and disruptive technologies and companies that are out there that you should be in front of and that will benefit from these disruptive trends and technologies. But you want to buy the best of the best in those industries, not the KTELs, not the web vans, not the pets.coms of those developing revolutionary trends. Buy the best. Stick with the best. Eh, that means sticking with Cody Underground, I suppose. And Soundgarden. Yeah, my friend Boone Denny, one of my best friends from childhood and especially in high school. Uh, good basketball player, Mescalero Apache, in Denver these days. I actually stopped by on my TV show once and uh, got to chat with him at the end of the show. He was on happy hour back in the day because he lived in D.C., brought up his wife and his daughter. Cute, cute kid. Anyway, he requested Rusty Cage today, sent me a text, told me play it for the radio show I do. The little radio show, I think is how he phrased it. What do you mean little radio show, Boone? This thing's going to be huge. It's Cody Underground. 